now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. Hello everyone, this is Natajil, and welcome back to the Sarlacc Scrubs podcast. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, Ron, together with my co-hosts. Come on, introduce yourselves, gentlemen. Hi everybody, this is Raymond, and with us also is... Ramon. Hi guys. Hi Ramon. And Raymond. And Raymond and Ron. So we're also known as the Triple R's. So maybe uh, nobody calls us that. <laughs> maybe we can change the spelling of the Sarlacc to uh, three, three R's. Arlacs. 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 But okay. where do we put Pirate. the N? Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Scrubs. Anyway, so we're uh, we're going to try to keep it tight. In this episode and uh, in fact we have a lot to talk about beginning with the May 4th Mayhem X-Wing tournament uh, spoiler alert uh, Asarlak won that event and also we're also going to talk about NAPCON the recently uh, concluded NAPCON 2019 event no? and of course we're going to touch on the recent league season 2 eliminations no? so we've just uh, crowned our three division leaders and we're going to talk about the meta, the local meta here in the Philippines, the local X-Wing meta so we're going to look at uh, emerging lists and then finally we're going to touch on some announcements and upcoming events Yes, All right. this is our effort to be a little more structured in our podcast and we won't take too much of your time hopefully this time Alright so uh, uh, let's take it away. May fourth. What happened during the May fourth mayhem, Ramon? Well, uh, basically, uh, through the concerted effort of you guys, we were able to run a small tournament during Star Wars Celebration Day. Uh, we had a significant number of people coming over, having fun, joining the tournament. We also had a dog fighting table. So, uh, for that specific day, um, we had at least 14 players, all in all, actively playing, actively having fun. And just to, to give a recap, uh, I believe you won that event as the Who? reigning champion. Who? You run, you run, you won the event. Uh, oh, somebody's not happy. <laughs> well, I know... Oh. I don't know why Raymond is not happy because it both was a very, he and I very play. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we happened? didn't play. So that's ah, the yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason I won because Raymond didn't play. <laughs> also you you didn't play also Ramon, right? Because yes, you were manning I was at the, the fighting table. Yeah, you were manning the Furball table. Furball table. Yeah. Yes. And, and I was manning the video table. Yeah, so, so thank you guys for uh, giving way to me. Without your help, I wouldn't have won the May 4th Mayhem event. <laughs> but uh, Congratulations, uh, Rod. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but uh, truth be told, it was 
a very uh, it was an uphill battle for me. Imagine going through uh, two Borja brothers. The, the shall we infamous? No, not infamous. No, the terrifying Royce and the uh, calm but uh, deep Ralph Borja in the finals. No? Uh, two of our newest members, but uh, I dare say two of the best at what they do. No, flying Imperial and Rebels. Yes. And I wouldn't count the Borjas as newbies anymore. Yeah. And That's true also. And they have all the advantage, right? Because they have a built-in uh, training squad right at their homes. Because, what? How many brothers are playing? How many Borja brothers are playing X-Wing right now? Three! They can do a mini-tournament uh, among themselves. So they can practice a lot. So maybe that's why they're very good at flying uh, X-Wing. What do you think, Ramon? Yeah, uh, definitely. We've talked about the Bora brothers as a, in a very, very good place because they're all players, they're all competitive. And um, aside from even at the May 4 Mayhem tournament, they placed quite well during the event. Uh, they all had clutch games, basically. How about you, uh, Raymond? What did you observe uh, organizing and serving as the TO for the May 4th uh, tournament? Um, definitely, there were a lot of close games. A lot of people uh, showed a lot of interesting combos and lists. And it wasn't, and yeah, it was very fun. And especially the analysis of this finals table will be uploading soon in one of our videos to the channel. Cool. So, uh... Are we going to expect uh, the release of that video soon? Well, I have to talk to my editor. <laughs> I have to talk to the editor. All right. Hope, hopefully, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have it soon, soon, right? Right. Before the meta changes again, because you know, uh, when is it going to be the next point change? June? July? End of June, I believe. End of June, and already we're seeing uh, spoilers of Wave 4, which we're not going to talk about right now, unless we want to spend two hours during the podcast. So, but yeah, yes. uh, okay. to so wrap on. it up for the May 4th Mayhem, it was a lot of fun, and yeah, it was great. The competition was great. Yep. So, so, just want to touch on some of the stats that we collected for May 4th Mayhem. So we saw a very large number of Galactic Empire <coughs> actions during this tournament. Republic came in second with, with two, and then everyone else, like, one. And then for ship count, we had, I think the sweet spot still is around three to four ships for most lists. And three then lastly, ships. yeah, three to four ships. So that's uh, mostly what? Uh, four ships are the Rebel Beef, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, what other four ship list? The scum? I think even, I think even Resistance. We saw their their Resistance fives also played in four ships. Uh, we also saw uh, there ships. were two Rebel Beefs, and then the Empire also played around with Darth Vader and Sun Tier with two other ships. I recall when I fought with, uh, I got a match with Ellie. He flew Boba Fett, 
Pen, Rao, and that pesky modified TIE Fighter, which refuses to uh, die. The Mining Guild die. Yeah, yes. the Mining Guild die. Ah, that's another four ship build because he also has uh, L4, the escape craft with Kira, if I'm not mistaken. So that's another four ship build. So, speaking of ships that were present, prevalent during the tournament, we can see, as most were Empire ships, see the TIE Interceptor and Advanced are still pretty much the staple of their lists. I think that top two list, uh, that top two ships, the, the Interceptor and the TIE Advanced, they're both in Royce's squad. So, specifically, Sumter fell and the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, Darth Vader. Vader. Um, there were and actually you can uh, also three see more for Republic, either Sprite, also a staple of Republic ships. You can't. Three? Yeah. So that's like for the whole tournament, there there were three Aether Sprites? No, no. You no, no, no. Inter there were Interceptor in advance. three lists that had Aether Sprites. Ah, alright. Yeah. So that's mine. And Ron Borja and Val, I suppose. Yes. Mm. For the Aether Sprites. TILN Fighter. So that's the FO ship. No, that's that's the that's a basic. Ah, the, yeah, yeah. So that's the basic Imperial ship. TIE Striker, Duchess. No? Another one of uh, Royce's. Uh, Killer ships that unfortunately died uh, from a direct hit and fuel leak. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. So I guess that's it for May Fourth Mayhem. So at the bottom of the list is the fire yes. spray patrol craft. So that's. Well, that was only because we have one scum list for oh, this tournament. <laughs> so that's uh, that's practically Ellie's squad: the mining guild tie, the fang fighter, and the fire spray. Patrol craft. Yeah. Oh, so, so, that... so there's there's no escape craft. So it's just a three ship build. Mm, I'm mistaken. But there's also sprinkling of uh, the belly rub, twenty two star fighter. Yes, because we also had one separate swarm list. Who was that? Hesed. Hesed. Yes. Hesed. Speaking of which, Hesed uh, TO'd the Napcon X-Wing tournament. Ah, yes, the Napcon 2019 tournament. So, how was it, Ron? Since you won <laughs> again, also. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. This is so embarrassing. Oh, it's, it's great. It's I don't embarrassing about winning. There's nothing embarrassing about winning. Well, it seems like I'm hugging all the limelight. But <laughs> this time... Uh, Raymond was there, so we can say that uh, I won because Raymond wasn't there. Oh, that's a joke, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, I was uh, in the finals. I was against up against Kent Celino, one of the veterans of uh, the first edition Star Wars. No, uh, I think the last time I saw him play was last year during the ESGS event where he helped demo the game to potential new players and he was uh, he was running the infamous black slave one 
with with two yes. uh, fire sprays as a escort. The Black Slave one that's been so famous in our chat group the past few weeks. You also matched up against against uh, Kent, right, Ramon? Yep, my first match was against Kent, and where you... he Jedi mind tricked me into getting my bow blocked. <laughs> How did that happen? It was, it was bad. Huh? Um, I, I did. I wasn't supposed to boost Tally, but I ended up boosting her because I wanted to trigger her ability, and Kent was goading me. It was a fun, fun game, and basically I ended up blocking Poe's two turn, which ended up not being able to give him tokens. So when all the fire sprays started shooting at him, he eventually oh, died. Wow, it was so unfortunate. A, a token because bow is a dead bow. Dead bow. Yeah, Speaking... looking at the results, if I had only one focus, I would have survived. Yeah, at least two more rounds. So was that Lulu? It was a good game. Mm. Sorry. Was it Lulu who blocked Poe? No, it was Tally. Ah, Tally. Tally blocked Poe. And speaking of uh, veteran players, Raymond, you were also up against one of the returning players, right? Jan Huang. Really? He was a returning? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was, um, if I remember correctly, he was very fond of flying Imperials. The last time I saw him play in a tournament, uh, he was flying a decimator. I'm just uh, not sure what the wingman is, either Whisper or Sunter Fell, if I'm not mistaken. So I was surprised when uh, when he joined Napcon and he used Rebels. What was his uh, I think squad again? Uh, yeah, he was playing a three Rebel list, a Wedge, a Luke, and a Jan Ors. How was it? Yeah, it's actually pretty effective since you have Luke acting as a beef of the list, taking hits, and you know that Luke doesn't die that easily. Mm-hmm. And then you have Jan Ors pumping up either one of them with their attack, their attacks. So it was a very solid list, very solid list. Especially if Jan Ors pumps uh, Wedge, right? So that's a four attack. And you will you'll have one minus one agility, so that's that would make uh, wedges attack more devastating than normal. Yes, very poor for my one evade ships. Yikes! What what were you flying then during the Napcon event? Uh, I was flying my own kind of uh, rebel beef kind of thing, but I traded out an a B wing for a Y wing. I mm-hmm. placed in Dutch instead because I wanted the action economy of sharing target locks. And did Dutch and I put carry in proton torpedoes, of course. No, I put an ion cannon turrets because I was expecting to go up against Republic, <laughs> and I needed, and I thought I needed something to slow those guys down. You know. Uh. I'm really, really real grateful that uh, I didn't uh, match up with you. I hate ions. Yes. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure coming up soon after the meta changes, ions are going to be the next big thing. Really? I'm predicting so? that right now. Yeah. 
That's why I'm predicting. Mm. Especially with the new stuff coming out, I guess we'll save that for another time. Discuss that another time. Yeah, uh, what do you call that? The angle deflectors. Yes. Mm. So that's uh, going to be a exciting discussion topic for our next podcast. All right. So uh, moving on. So that's uh, two of oh, our. Yes. Okay. So going. Uh, moving forward with our discussion on NAPCON. So that's again, that's the final stable, showing uh, three uh, fire sprays going up against uh, three Aether sprites. No, my Aether swarms. So featuring Anakin, Mace Window, and Dominaria on Dooley. So I I. Placed uh, during the May 4th event, I used Anakin and Mace, but with an Arc 170. This time around, I tried using Luminara for her defensive ability. So, uh, for those who don't know, Luminara's ability is if uh, a friendly uh, is defending from an attack, uh, Luminara can change one of the hits to a focus if the defender is not in the bullseye firing arc of the attacker. Either one hit to a focus or a or, or one crit to a hit result. Unfortunately, it's very easy to circumvent. As you can as you can see on the screen, uh, two fire sprays uh, aimed directly right at two of my Aether sprites with focus tokens. So, Luminara Unduli's uh, ability worthless during that point in the game but uh she does at least uh, i recall maybe at least once at least once uh per game her ability does come in at a crucial moment like for example uh if an enemy is stressed or he just came from a k-turn in which case he couldn't token up no focus tokens so that's when uh luminara's ability is shrine because once I turn that hit to a focus, there's no way for him to turn it back into a hit. So, way to go, Luminara. But maybe that's the last time you'll be seeing Luminara uh, in the board, at least when I'm flying uh, Aether Sprites. Yeah, fun game. But nail-biting. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I re- we had three rounds in Napcon. All three matches were, were nail biters for me. Uh, the the difference in the MOV were very very small, like less than 20 points. My second game actually uh, against Tiffy, no? So Tiffy, Tatai Tiffy. So my game uh, with Tiffy actually ended up in a final salvo, no? So I lost Anakin early to a uh, very bad decision on my part because I forgot to use heightened perception to kill off his cavil uh, and that uh, resulted to a to my Anakin being focus fired by uh, Tiffy's squad and died so and after that it was uh, an uphill battle for me but fortunately when time was called I managed to scrounge up enough points to tie the game at 139 points each and uh, I was left with two Aether Sprites, uh, two Tiffy's uh, 
I forgot what his remaining ship was. If it's not for Lom, maybe Paylob. No? So, but it's a lopsided final salvo with my four dice against his two. So I won the final salvo. I think two dice, two hits to his one hit. So still a close, a very close result for my uh, second game with Tiffy. My first game was with BK. Uh, I only snatched the win from him by killing Fen at the very last shot of the game. And of course, my finals with Kent. Uh, also, it's so hard to punch through that uh, fire spray defense. Two agility with what? How many starting life do they have? How many hull and how many shields? Six hull and four shields, no? so ten life uh, overall. Yes. Hiding, hiding behind two agility. So uh, I just focused fire on uh, a lagging bounty hunter to uh, hopefully bring him back to half uh, points, and uh, while at the same time keeping my Jedi uh, ships alive, and the R2 Astromex help a lot on that, and that gave me the win. But uh, still a close match. I think, again, uh, the final points, it was uh, less than 20 points difference between me and Kent. So it's really a very nail-biting uh, series of games for me during NAPCON. Wow. Well, yeah. I remember seeing the moment when you were going for the final salvo and it was really pretty close with Tiffy. And mm. I remember Tiffy It could just really go either way. It was funny how almost for every game that you had, it was less. I remember uh, you you beat BK by seventeen points, and with Kent's game, it was also a very close match. If I remember, somewhere just around fifteen, tamaba. Yeah, I I always thought that I was losing, so it's just only during the final uh, shots of the of the round where I get to uh, catch up. I I was lucky, I guess. All my all my opponents were very good, so maybe variants just uh, caught up and uh, yeah, I was lucky. So going back to that uh, final salvo you had run, so technically I thought that you had less dice in terms of the ether sprites because they were delta seven B didn't count right. Yep. When you do final and salvo, you count only the native attack. Uh, value of each ship. So for Aether sprites, it's only two. But unfortunately for Tiffy, he only had the Hawk left because uh, Luminara managed to kill Forlom at the last uh, uh, engagement of the round of the game of the match. So that tied the game for me. So what's left was for TP was the Hawk, which what two, two native attack dice. Yes. So it's two versus four. So, moving on. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's move on to some stats. So for this, we ha didn't have as much players as we did last time. So 
Uh, this is just a total of nine players overall. And the f most prevalent faction here was Scum and Villainy. Who played Scum during the Napcon event? Yes. Tiffy. Uh, uh, Tiffy. And Brian. And Brian. Ah, yes. Two of my and own. And Kent. So, oh, three of... And Kent. So, I met all the Scum. Yes. So, I guess I... Yes, all your games were against Scum players. So, how thematic the Republic, the good guys versus the criminals of the world, the scum and villainy. I thought the Empire was the bad guys or the Separatists. Uh, Were they? Confused. Are they? Depends yeah, on... Scum are just hard-working people who are making their way in the universe. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they didn't... They only do bad stuff if they're paid to do it, but if you didn't hire them, then... They're not the real bad guys, right? So, like, <laughs> they're doing it because of poverty. Yes. <laughs> so, it's like the Galactic Republic is white, uh, doing tokhang or something. But, uh, okay, so this is not a political podcast. So, uh, hmm. Rebel so, Alliance. So, Rebel Raymond, 22%. Who were with so you? I was with John, Michael, and I were the only two rebels, and Republic was you and Val, so that's two, two each, four, plus the three, Scum and Villainy, that's seven, plus one Empire and one Resistance each, which was Ramon. Ramon was the Resistance, the sole Resistance. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the Empire was? Ram. Ram. Uh, Ram. Ram. Great that you mentioned Ram. You know, I. Oh yeah, we have to talk about that. <laughs> the, that, that I shocking owe a win. lot. Yeah, I owe a lot to Ram. Why? Why did you say it's a shocking win, Raymond? Um. Uh, well. Uh, just for, so just for it context. Was, yeah. Just okay, context. so uh, Ram, John Ram Michael's is... rebel list yeah. versus Ram's. Um, Imperial list, which consisted of Darth Vader, Suntir, and three Academy pilots. Oh, so Darth Vader so versus Luke. What? So yeah, so what Ram did in this uh, pivotal game was that he pushed Darth Vader far ahead, so that all of John Michael's ships would target. So all of John Michael's ships would target um, Darth Vader, right? Mm -hmm. And then he just, after that initial engagement, he'd push Darth Vader so far away, and then all the rebel ships would be trying to chase Vader, but he'd always just jump out in front, while all the other ships are just shooting away at his ships. Ooh. The classic bait and switch. Yes. But it was amazing. Like, no one saw it coming. Nice. And, and just for context, uh, to all our listeners, Ram is just our, well, not just, but he's our youngest player to date. No? How old is he? How old is he? Uh, not, even not even 14? Not even 14? Maybe 12? Uh, no? Maybe 12. I'm not sure. Maybe you're around 10. Maybe you're around 10. So he's the, son of, school, our, so... He's the son of Tiffy. So Ram, so he managed to defeat Jan Huang, 
So Rebel Alliance player par excellence. And uh, during the last round, Jan was one of the undefeated players. So Ram defeated uh, Jan Huang. And because because he defeated Jan Huang, uh, that gave me the, the win actually. Yeah, actually I was confused about the pairings on that because mm. so John Michael had two wins and Ram actually had a loss and a bye. Mm. And during the last round, there were three undefeated players. So me, Kent, and Jan Huang. So initially, I was initially I was paired with Ram. So I was also surprised about that. But apparently, there was a mistake in yes, the points. Fault. Yeah. So there was a repairing. So I was paired against Kent, and Jan Huang was paired against Ram. So I suppose it's a quirk of the, what's that software they use for the pairing and maybe uh, uh, tabletop to, tabletop to and because maybe because of the buy, so the movies were skewed towards one way or the other, and it ended up with Ram being paired up with Jan Huang, which yeah, he how, defeated. How, how many points you get you should mov and buys anyway. Uh, I'm not sure, but. Isn't it 200? Because... It, 200? It, it seemed like it was more. It seemed like it was 300. Ah, okay. Well, we have to check on that. But, okay, we can look into that later on. Yeah. So, NAPCON recently concluded. Good games, guys. Hope we have... Oh, before we move on from NAPCON, we, we have to mention the venue. No? Very nice venue from Honeycomb Communities. So it's located in Pasay. So it's a very nice place for work sharing. Very, very spacious. There's free-flowing coffee if you want to play there or work. And I heard from the owner, Kasho, uh, Kayo Kasho, he's going to uh, attempt to have regular gaming events in that place. No? Hopefully, we'll have more X-Wing events soon from that place. Honeycomb Communities. Yes, we'll include um, a link to that place on the description of this video. Mm -hmm. Or it, this podcast, if ever, wherever we post it. And so, just to touch up quickly on the ship count. Sorry for NAPCON. I think we missed this. So, NAPCON. So... Aether sprites again, and so that's uh, me and Val. Fire sprays, so that's uh, Kent and BK, Brian K. U-Wing, only one flew the U-Wing, so that's you, Raymond. Yep. Yep. And the B-Wing also. So T-65, so that's you and Jan Huang. And of course, so, we know we know who flew the RZ two A wing. Yep. Yeah. So a very small sample size for this one. Okay. So okay, we'll move on to the next slide. But at least, but at least, uh, it's worth mentioning. Uh, during one point zero, you won't see that much variation with with when it comes to. 
ships being played no usually you'll only find one or two or three uh archetypes with very very similar builds so 2.0 is a good it's a good game at least in terms of variation so moving on so league season two uh, we've just concluded our elimination rounds and showing uh, in front of you if you are watching this via YouTube, are the breakdown of the three divisions, no? the three planets, Naboo, Bespin, and Yavin. So, uh, Ramon, what, what planet were you in? And how was it in your was, uh, division? I was playing at Bespin. Uh, I was playing with Dick, Valerie, Ian, Paolo, Garces. Uh, them was also in our group. Uh, it was all right. Unfortunately, we didn't. I don't think everyone was able to play as many games as possible. Like I think Bem had to drop out. Unfortunately. Yeah, he was busy, very busy with work. So, thirty-one out of total 36, 36 games played, but that's still a lot, huh? Thirty-one games. And I was yep. uh, I was tracking the games and I was uh, watching the scores. Uh, rack up and it was a close race you know, between Ramon and Dick you know? so, Dick's list is so so powerful it's powerful beautiful. so scary what's his list again it, it's the rhino list it's three uh it's three u-wings uh that's uh two generics a magvayaro and then two generic gray squadron bomber y-wings it's yeah, so yeah. beautiful it's forty yeah. points, a forty health points across the board. It's almost impossible to like wipe wipe it off the table. Like the only goal, probably, even with a good alpha, is to just basically survive and then take points before the game closes. Mm-hmm. So just uh, stay away and uh, yeah. conserve points until the very last moment where you pounce and try to get yes. half points on one. And it, it's easier said than done because uh, the way that the con that Dick's convoy just basically flies around the map, uh, more often than not, every turn you'll, you'd probably be trying to dodge a shot. Mm-hmm. And if if a shot pulls through, especially if you're flying really thin ASS, uh, he's gonna be taking half points on pretty big, uh, big costed ships. So for example, if he takes half points from my bow, uh, that's ninety three points of um, X-wing ship. Going the half of that going down the drain and onto his table, and you really have to fight to get points away from the U wings and the Y wings. You kill a, you kill a Y wing, and it's just like thirty points. That's not even half of pole. <laughs> it's really very scary standing in front of that crash of rhinos, no? Yeah. Because if you shoot if you shoot at one, all the rest will shoot at you. So, and they're all what? They're what? Yeah. The U-wings are three attack dice each, right? They're all eight. They're all three attack. Ah, wait. The U-wings are all three attack dice. And they're all eight health. So you can focus fire on one. And because maybe you're going to shoot at the Y-wing because it only has one agility. But it has eight health. So uh, I doubt if you can kill it in one round. And yeah, definitely. the return fire. No. So what? Four ships, three ships with uh, three attack by each, and what's the loadout on the Y wings? 
the Y wings yeah. pre naked, so that's uh that's nine plus that's thirteen red dice in one turn. It's still pretty wow. significant salvo. It's not Very something scary. to uh, sneeze at. So it can wipe out one of your ships per turn, assuming they all fire on it. Oh, yes. It's like every time you try to get close just to put some damage in, not necessarily jousting it, uh, you're still hoping that variance doesn't swing towards Dick. Because if it does, uh, you can lose half points, you could lose a whole ship. So literally just running away, trying to outmaneuver it, hoping Dick doesn't cut through the middle and uh, basically take away your escape routes uh, is the way to beat it but it's as I said it's easier said than done it's not an easy task uh, trying to apply the crash of rhinos which uh, Tim has dubbed the list as oh so maybe a uh, crash of pandas is more appropriate so. <laughs> <laughs> no I think rhinos rhinos is alright it's basically um, a lot of and charging also- Because there's nothing and, peaceful yes, with that squad, no? Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. nothing so, Raymond, you were, you were saying yeah. something, Raymond? Yes, I was saying that for Bespin, also, that um, you also had the least number of players in your division. Yes. So, 36 divided by 6 is six, play, uh, 6 players. And the other divisions had uh, 8 players each. Yep. Basically, because since them had to drop out from seven, we had to go down to six. And basically, um, a lot of our early games for the best pin division happened during cross-tournament games. For example, James Leonang, uh, he had games with me and Val during the gaming library tournament that Pete, Ellie, and uh, I think it was Dan, who was part of the gaming library, uh, had organized sometime in late April. So that was our first uh, league uh, season two games well, with James. Um, I do remember some people playing a majority of their games during the uh, May four, hey, May one Labor Day uh, holiday. Mm. But unfortunately, me and Val weren't able to join because we usually have work even during some holidays. Unfortunately. But and so still... would you say that this made the league more competitive than the other? Divisions, this division, sorry, it was more uh, competitive. Oh, no, no way. Um, I, I feel like uh, Bespin was a little more, uh, at least for us, like uh, uh, play with Dick. Uh, I wasn't able to play with Val because uh, we were prioritizing being able to play with other players. Uh, but, um, but from Ramon. Pretty relaxed. Uh, James and I had fun, for example, during a game. Hello? Yep. Yep. Uh, James and I had fun during our game, even if it was during the gaming library tournament. Um, also, uh, I would say this. Uh, Dick and I actually had two games. My first game with Dick was playing against the Crash of Rhinos, which I f- first beat during one of the GNG tournaments by a hair. Like, just mm-hmm. by around 14 points, I believe. But I got utterly smothered during my first Division League game mm-hmm. with Dick. I got I got 200 0 by Dick during that game. Wow. Uh, I think, what yeah. Were I, you, what were you using? 
I was using the same list I flew against initially. <laughs> po, po, uh, two T70s uh, and two RZ. No, no, two? Uh, no, no. It's one T70 and two RZ, two A1s. Ah, it's Poe, so po. Ah. So, so what happened uh, during your third match? I mean, your second match of the league with Dick. Yeah, my second match in the league with Dick. Uh, Dick tried experiment. It's four people, so so that's why we don't list lock. Um, so Dick tried out a separatist list. It was uh, two self infiltrators with General Grievous. Um, I think uh, I think it was also more the fact that compared to me, who has been playing the one X two A list resistance list uh, since February. So mm-hmm. it was a lot easier for me to. I would say this. Uh, but I had a lot more tricks up my sleeve that I could rely on, mm. basically, compared to Dick during that point in the league. Well, congratulations again, Ramon, on topping the best pin division. So you were the top player in that division, and you will be going up against the champions, the winners of the other divisions, Royce Borja and Eli Bitong. No? So Royce topping at. 1,600 MOV. So that's impressive. quite high, right? <laughs> Very oh, impressive. That is, that's crazy. That's saying if in six games, you would have an average of 300-something per game. Royce uh, tables a lot of players. a lot. Well, not really tables, but this wipes them off the table um, <laughs> a lot of the time. It's the way he plays, basically. He really goes for the jugular. Um, but... I'd also like to point out that a lot of my games were also cross-division. For example, I played with Raf Gallegos, and it was mm-hmm. a fun game. That was a classic resistance against FO game. And then I also played with Hesed against his separatist war, and that was a crazy close game as well. Uh, Hesed and I were having a lot of fun just uh, like screaming at our dice because it was really swinging all over the place during that game. and. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to, um, we thought we would finish in less than the time, but it ended up being, it ended up going to time, uh, and it I only won the game by barely around twelve points. It wow. was a really close game. Close match. Very close. Sounds match. like you really had a lot of fun, and that's what we want to have for Lee. Yeah? Yes, definitely, and um, I've I've also. I I wasn't at the May one Labor Labor Day games for the league. Uh, maybe you could talk about that later on. But I was able to observe a lot of players. Even Raymond was there. Uh, play uh, league games uh, during Saturdays, and then they'd all get into different crazy situations. And it's always a story to tell. You can always ask about uh, Ellie's whole Fenrau uh, moment. Uh, against this and that was funny. You can yeah. also ask about you know, the first few games Hesed has where he was practically undefeated and he had this chance to take the tables. And also uh, there's Janelle's little rise to power. Just I'm just mentioning a couple of few, but um, everyone has their story for the league. I'm sure. For the league. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's a, that's a good idea. No league stories. No because. Well, our season two was really, really epic. Close matches, 
uh, I mean, tight finishes. I mean, the the rivalries, quote unquote. Uh, not not. I mean, no. <laughs> so especially for Yavin, we were. Yes. The, the matches were, were oh yeah Yavin is the just kidding <laughs> <laughs> and you can see you can see from the games played how competitive the players there are 48 out of 48 games every every game was played yeah I'm so proud of that I'm so proud of that single fact that in Yavin we really pushed for our players to all complete our games yeah and Yavin was crazy I mean you had players really just tanking their MOVs because it was a really they really had aggressive games. People were just trying to wipe each other off the board with their games. Speak, speaking of wipe off, uh, Raymond here used my squad as a floor map. No, he wiped the floor with my squad twice. <laughs> so that's uh, where my hate for Nora. Nora, what's what's her Nora Dantels? Uh, Nora no, no, the Y wing. Wexley. Oh, Wexley. Who's not that? was the B-Wing. She was the smuggler uh, that was Biggs' girlfriend back in the Expanded Universe. Right. Nora Wexley. Yeah. That, yes. that ship should be banned, no? especially the Y-Wing. <laughs> it's just one evade run. Just one evade. Yeah. One evade. I remember what? I, I Because I didn't know. Well, it was my fault. I didn't look it up. I didn't know Nora's ability. I thought I had uh, Raymond's Y-Wing. Uh, I thought I was going to kill it in one turn because I managed to get my ships in range one of Nora. I didn't know that's where <laughs> she shines in range one. So how many attacks did I make out of how many ships? And I, I think I just removed, if not one, only two shields, one shields or one or two shields. I think then, you fired a ter- uh, ra- missile at it with a with a torrent and two arcs. I, I was I was my squad then was like three arcs, right? Three arcs and one torrent. No, there was I I know there was like this one leftover torrent there. Yeah, there were three arcs and one torrent. And at least oh, two yeah. of my arcs and the torrent fired on Nora. And she just shrugged it off like, uh, you know, parang alikabok lang sa balikat. Like, she you know, did eight. I sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so 2-0. That's my 0-2 immediately. First two games against Raymond. 0-2. That dashed my hopes for the league. So, but I still had fun. Fighting against all the rest of the guys in Yavin. You yeah, were, I remember you saying... Raymond was leading initially in the Yavin division, and similar to the league season one, like uh, Raymond takes uh, re- uh, top spot uh, initial part of the season. We're expecting it to, like I was expecting it personally to reach until the end, and then suddenly Ellie straight out of Bataan. Valer. Oh, Baler. Baler pala. Sorry, my bad. So, um, so he's not come from behind. He's Baler. come from Baler. <laughs> yeah, came out straight out of Baler. Just comes out and ninjas the top spot for Yavin. But I do remember there was a moment where uh, uh, Hesed and Junel were also vying for the top spot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Hesed, like like you said mentioned earlier, Hesed with the separate swarm initially... Went like a strong three or four zero at the start, I think. 
Yeah, he was also, going 3-0 at the start. Yeah. And yeah, that looked very powerful at the start. But I guess he lost to Ellie and who was the other one? I forgot who was the other one. Was it was it to Ellie? Did they fight? Uh he lost to Ellie, yes. Uh um, El- Ellie's list was with Fenrau Bobovet and um it was like a modified Paul Heaver list of hyperspace ah, yeah. But but I think that's not that's not the loss that uh he said was uh suffered the most. It was against you, Ramon. It was just, it compounded with the loss with uh Because you you ended uh, because right at that point when he lost at Ellie, everyone in Yavin had at least one loss. So it's all tied. So it's nothing. No, everyone so was... in Yavin had two losses. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, everyone had uh, yeah. except for Hesed. We li- yeah, everyone everyone. Oh everyone even Hesed. Oh, okay. So we literally in Yavin, every it was all not by win by MOV. We all went by MOV. So so uh, during Hesed's last match, he only had one loss at that time. So if he won, he would win. He would win the division by virtue of number of wins, because all the rest of the players had two losses. So but here's here comes Ramon, the spoiler. So dashed Hesed's hopes. For a division I think title. Val was also the spoiler for Janelle. And yeah, Val. I, I remember Janelle. Uh, they played at Janelle's home yes. court, right? Yep. Home court and advantage. Jan- yeah, and Janelle just had to get around 300 MOV. So at least keep half, uh, get 150 points from Val. Something like that. Mm. But he was unfortunately able to because their game was particularly slow. <laughs> because of the pressure, I was building up the pressure for them when they were playing. Now before they started setting up and everything, so I guess they just really started taking the game really seriously, which ended up with around just four or five rounds. Mm-hmm. And um, Val ended up winning the match because she was able to take Lulo, and Janelle was only able to take half points from, I think Anna. I know uh, from from Wolf, which wasn't a lot, somewhere around thirty. Their, their, fin- their final score was Val with 38 points to Janelle's mm-hmm. 32 points. Close yes. match. It was a close match. Pero it was a close and slow match. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw the pictures. Uh, was was there an electric fan there and was it pointed only at Janelle so that uh, Valerie will be uh, hot or something sweaty? Like, no, it was, it was, it was actually <laughs> behind Val. The fan was actually behind Val. Ah, it was actually, okay. And so I thought Janelle was the other uh, way around. Janelle yeah. was the one sweating. <laughs> so I thought Janelle was uh, taking all the advantages, home court advantages. But you were there, Ramon, right? Yes, I was there. Yeah. I so made sure Val the pollution happened. Val's lucky charm was there so it's really hard to for Janelle to win all right so congratulations again to Royce yes the Imperial, Imperial Ace champion of the of Naboo to our very own Sarlacc scrub Ramon the champion of Bespin and Ellie Bitong his second time as a division champ 
this time for Yavin. Yep. So uh, we'll look forward to the finals. We're just uh, setting up trying, the schedules. Yeah. Just huh? trying to sync up schedules right now. Oh, uh, just to add to that, since we're talking about the league, we're also going to be doing the uh, raffle for miscellaneous prizes for season X-Wing League Season 2 during the final state, if possible. Yeah. Uh, or at least prior to that, please. That. So what are so, we yeah, giving we've away? We've got, we, we do have a, yeah, for the things we're giving away, we're giving away tokens from Fire Sword from Raf Gallegos. Uh, we got a bunch of tokens from him, a uh, mix of focuses, force tokens, some evades, some really beautiful ones. That, uh, there's, there's these great two-sided shield tokens that look awesome. Uh, and a couple of uh, S-foil tokens for anyone who likes to play with X-Wings. Um, and Raf also uh, donated um, a, how would I say this, this little wooden uh, template organizer. Mm-hmm. So for any player that has trouble moving from one table to another during tournaments or events, uh, the lucky player who gets this template organizer has nothing to worry about in the future. It's it's nice. It's got these little slots for you to stick your templates in. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we have pictures to show for those of you who will be viewing the video instead of listening to the podcast. But um, just... Uh, it's pretty nice. It's all wooden. If you want, you could probably varnish it, and it's a, it's 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 really made quite well. So I'm pretty excited for anyone who wins raffle prizes. Yeah. So uh, for all your tokens and uh, template holders, templates even for all uh, your acrylic needs, Ralph, Rafael, Gallegos is your man. Yes. All right. Other than that, we also have that Lisa- the Lisander's Ace Challenge. Uh, can you talk more about that, Ramon? Okay. So um, around April, uh, last April, when was what was the event again? I'm sorry. Was it Adepticon? Or no, no, it was Star Wars Celebration. Lysander, uh, Lysandro, one of our friends, who one of our X-wing community members uh, who lives in Chicago. Uh, Lysander attended the, um, how to say this, the Star Wars Celebration event where FFG gave away alternative art uh, cards of Wedge Antilles, Mr. Rogue Leader himself. Uh, these alt art cards show Wedge just hanging on the side of his X-Wing, uh, just either ready, he's either ready to uh, hop on and start shooting Imperials, or maybe he just shot Imperials and was already leaving the cockpit. Uh, basically, it's a very, very nice alt art card. Um, and Lysander was able to get us extra copies for people who weren't able to reserve a spot because Lysander was able to get eight people uh, cards uh, of the Wedge alt art cards, and he was able to get another extra eight, basically for anyone in the local community who wants to have their own copy. But Lysander's requirement means that anyone who wants their own copy has to undergo a challenge. As Pete would say, uh, people would have to pay an iron price to be able to get their wedge alt art cards. So in the upcoming future, we're planning to do uh, a game day 
where everyone who wants to have their own wedge out art card can come over, challenge the eight original uh, people who were able to get their own wedge out art cards, and win the wedge out art card. The only requirement that Lysander, well, the requirement that Lysander uh, proposes for anyone challenging any of the original aces is that um, challengers must use a low initiative swarm of at least five ships with an initiative no higher than two against the aces, uh, ace lists. So that's uh, at least two to three ships with initiative five or six. So right now we're still prepping the details. We currently don't have uh, an exact date yet. Uh, or exact venue, but we do have the cards now, and we and um, we want to hear people uh, who who want to have uh, their own copies of the cards. And basically, guys, you don't have to pay anything for this. We're just gonna we're just gonna go somewhere. We're just gonna play. You play against original aces. You beat them. Oh, and the special caveat is you beat them, but you have to have the lowest MOV across all the challengers. Mm-hmm. You, you get your copy of the wedge out card. So yeah, uh, seems like a tough challenge to beat. Yeah, you need to beat the aces and at the same time preserve your MOV while taking as little as possible from the aces. It's 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 definitely a challenge worthy of a rogue leader, to be exact, right? Yep. And thanks again to Lysander for giving us those wedge cards. Yep. And, also known uh, as uh, Jackie Chan cards. <laughs> yeah, he does look like Jackie Chan. No? Yeah. If Jackie Chan was an X-wing pilot, he'd look like Wedge. And yeah, if Jackie Chan were uh, Ewan McGregor's uncle, he'd look like Wedge. <laughs> Speaking of Jackie Chan, so we have our Sarlock Scrubs YouTube channel. Yes. So. So we've been uploading most uh, a lot of our videos into the YouTube channel. I hope that everyone listening will start subscribing to the channel so that you could get more statistics on what you guys want to hear, what kind of content you like us to make and stuff. Feel free to offer your suggestions to any of us. You know, you can, you can message us anytime, of course. Our doors are always open to that. And uh, with the start of this, uh, podcast. We'll hopefully upload it as well to YouTube, so we can service. Uh, we can, sorry, reach a wider audience than before. Yep. So, uh, guys, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if uh, if you if you if you like videos, uh, if you want to check out previous games and the previous events from the past year so far, check out. Subscribe to the channel. You can always look for us as the Sarlacc Scrubs YouTube channel. Um, if you like listening to your morning commute or evening commute, uh, you can also download us on um, on play. Sorry, I have I I have, I like to apologize. I forgot where our podcasts are uploaded. <laughs> I'm checking right now. <laughs> or maybe we'll if you're po- uh... we'll post the details. We'll post the details after yeah. this. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. We're we're actually on Spotify. And you can see us on Player FM. Wow, we're on Spotify. <laughs> yes, are yeah, you sure? We are on Spotify. <laughs> yes, so you can check out. At least we can start with that. You can check us out on Spotify. You can also look for us on Player.fm. Uh, I'll double check if we're on Podbean, but I'm not sure if our uh, 
iTunes store, ay, in our iStore uh, application push through. But yeah, we'll just put the links uh, when we release oh. the information. But yes, Spotify at least is the most accessible. Uh, where we are spreading our tentacles, eh? Yes, slowly but surely. Sure, uh, slowly but surely. <laughs> well, with with our listeners' help, we'll surely, 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 surely. Yeah. So, any okay, so, final uh, final words? I yeah. I'd watch like our YouTube channel. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Uh, sorry. Go ahead, Ramon. Yeah, I was saying. Uh, sorry. Um, the past few weeks have been very, very heavy on X-wing content. We had a lot of tournaments. We had a lot of games. Almost every weekend was filled with X-wing, and um, I'm just glad that everyone is committed to having fun during those days. Uh, there's been a lot of great games, and I've heard a lot of great stories as well for the games that I have not been a part of. And I hope that this continues uh, moving forward. I'm. I'd like to uh, say hi to Brian and Kent. I know that, um, for example, Kent is an old 1.0 player, but just being able to see new faces again on across yeah. the game is always a great thing. Well yeah. said. Well said. That that's what excites me most uh, in what's happening with the X-wing community recently. No, we have new players: Brian, BK, Hernani, Glenn. No. And, Ram. Uh, who? It's Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. I thought you said Ram. Ram is a old young one. Old young one who hasn't old returned to the table in a while. <laughs> well, aside from the new players, we have returning old players. No, just like you mentioned, Kent and also Jan Huang. Yeah. So welcome back into the fold. So hope you hope we'll see more of you guys. Uh, across the playmat, no? not only during tournaments but also in casual play. No? Let's have fun with this great game of ours, X-wing. Raymond, yes. Uh, I'm good. Yes. I'm, I all I care about are the YouTube subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers. So, so how many? How, <laughs> how many subscribers do we have right now? We have eleven. Eleven. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost one last time. Right, I checked, right. we had twelve. Uh. Are you Hello. sure someone Don't unsubscribed? Say that. Don't say that. That's bad. I think my, I think my uncle uh, decided to quit Sarlax Clubs. Uh, <laughs> Don't, so all your neighbors, your relatives, yeah. will grow. Will grow. Okay. So eleven yes. today, tomorrow the world. All right. So I guess that's it. Yep. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm Ron. I'm Raymond. And I'm Ramon. And in behalf of Aya, Ian, we're the Sarlock Scrubs. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Good luck. Have fun. Yes. Bye-bye. GLHF. GLHF. <laughs> All right. That's it.